Where are we going? Welcome to this exclusive podcast produced by Spirit Watch Ministries that will show where life in our darkening times is now turning and how you can avoid the detours of deception through the hope of biblical truth. The Lord Jesus in Matthew 24 warned us over two millennia ago and how urgently we need to heed him now. Our host is Pastor Rafael Martinez, a seasoned Northwest Indiana-based minister, intercessor, and counter-cult apologist who will help you discern the journey of change we're all on as the last day of the last days now winds down. For more information, check out our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. Now. Here's Pastor Raphael. Hello, and thanks for listening today. I'm Raphael Martinez, a minister within the Church of God Cleveland movement for well over 28 years and director of Spirit Watch Ministries, an outreach providing discernment in a time of deception. Our podcast is titled, Where Are We Going? and uses a great question a lot of people are asking these days, which we explore today in our third episode of this podcast, and we're glad you found us. These podcasts will give you a solidly biblical perspective on our times and the trouble we're all finding in them. It's easy to find our podcasts on the internet at our spiritwatch.org ministry website or on our Facebook page using the search term Spirit Watch Ministries. Links to them uh, can be easily found there uh, at that specific address for finding our podcasts as well. Now in future podcasts, we're going to plumb the depths of deception in our culture, in the church, in the world at large, and the various forms it has taken among us. We are going to explore cultism and current cultural events as part of our future work, but but for now, we are reviewing the most foundational revelation Jesus Christ has left for those living in our troubled times to follow. That the flood tide of deception in our world will rise like never before when the end is near. So we're continuing to explore what the Bible says about this in Matthew chapter 24, and the warnings of the Lord Jesus Christ himself about how the end of the world and the sign of when he would return would be revealed. We're now turning to verses 6 through 8 for more of this critical insight. You know, life is hard enough when taking what it throws at you, and we understand that. Talking about the end of life as we know it can just be a bit too much to deal with, and we've been discussing that since launching this podcast for over a month now. And some might say, well, well, nothing's happened. But make no mistake, we're definitely heading to a close of our age, at the end of time as we know it. Now, discerning the advances of deception isn't something most people seem to want to hear. It's not just a contrarian tussle, though, over one opinion versus another, but something far more foundational. What is the nature of truth and the nature of falsehood? in a day in which the lines are blurring or even being obliterated at a time at which we need to know the difference. Examining the outer limits of life itself is therefore not easy when it obviously involves your future. Yet we can't ignore the obvious anymore when it becomes so monstrously ordinary and routine all around us. Enemies now pass themselves off as friends and vice versa. Right becomes wrong. Love is turning to hatred, and people everywhere are frightened by the lawlessness and brutality that is replacing decency and order. The world isn't getting better despite all the optimism and positive vibes we can muster up. Where are we going then, as our question is asked? Please take our sharing today as a way to help you clearly recognize just where we really are going, where our world is headed, and how you can find peace and hope 
in times of trouble and despair. One, a two, a one, two. The dollar went down and the president's sick. Who's in charge now? I don't know. Take your pick. A new disease every day and the old ones are coming back. Things are looking kind of gray, like they're going to get black. Don't turn on the TV. Don't show me the paper. Don't want to know he got kidnapped or why they all raped him. I want to go on vacation till the pressure lets up. But they keep hijacking airplanes and blowing them up. It's been a hard day on the planet. How much is it all worth? It's getting harder to understand it. Things are tough all over on Earth. We've reviewed what Jesus has warned us about concerning last day's deception in Matthew chapter 24, that the rise of many deceivers at all levels of society are the chief sign we can recognize of his return. And he goes on to provide even more light in our darkening times in verses 6 through 8. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. There's a lot more to this end of the world stuff than you might think. And Jesus starts to lay it out, so listen up. He reveals in these three verses several other signs showing his return is at hand. And one of these signs are the escalating tensions among people that readily turn to conflict which we see reflected in human life so widely. He speaks of campaigns of warfare erupting among humanity that don't just include armed conflict between opposing military forces, but they also involve people groups going toe-to-toe -to -toe with each other over their own differences. Now while the Greek word for kingdoms here does refer to actual geopolitical reigns of earthly rulers, it can also refer to those places in human society where authority figures are being accorded a ruling leadership over people. These are involving family and community social circles at all levels where racial, and sexual, cultural, and economic differences glare at each other in the streets today. I don't think we have to spell this out much further. Jesus is warning us that in the last days that people groups of every kind will be warring against each other or will be threatening each other with ongoing ill will. Now the past few years has seen this come full circle in our consciousness and we've rushed to try to explain it away. These struggles are the rumors of wars that he refers to. Now it's impossible for us to not see conflict as becoming a widespread way of life in the world today. Disagreement always stirs dispute these days, but it is now becoming clearer and clearer that in human society today, that this is a regularly exploding into something that's just nothing less than outright hostility so very easily. Road rage on the streets, bullying in the workplace, and schools as well as circuses that politics have become of are the clearest indications of this and by no means are they the only examples. Jesus then prophesies in verse 7 that along with escalating conflict among people will be global outbreaks of natural disaster manifesting in seasons of scarcity and outbreaks of disease that we've scarcely ever beheld before. 
as well as seismic disturbances such as earthquakes and their consequential impacts of catastrophic flooding and social disruption. These are the signs most people are familiar with when thinking about what the Bible says about the end times, but very few really stop and consider just how ominously at hand they really are. As we've said, just any casual look around us shows that these very events are occurring all around us. Famines caused by drought and political unrest have turned much of Africa into a perpetual land of want. But let's not forget that for the first time in generations, whole segments of the United States itself has become as needy as many third world countries. The National Geographic observed recently that miles-long food lines we see in cities across our land are a hint at how hunger in America could soon surpass the peak of the 2007 recession. Another online source stated that according to the report to the annual meeting of the Geological Society of America in Vancouver, British Columbia, that quote, between 2004 and 2014, 18 earthquakes with magnitudes of 8.0 or more rattled zones around the globe. That's an increase of 265% over the average rate of the previous century, which saw 71 great quakes occur. And as to these outbreaks of disease, well, we've watched a veritable alphabet soup variety of them sweeping the world with names like AIDS and SARS, Zika and MERS, and they've caused untold amounts of affliction globally. But none have gained the global prominence quite like the present COVID-19 pandemic, which has swept the world in just one year, killing almost 3 million people and threatening multiple millions more with one of the most infectious diseases we've ever seen. And we've not even mentioned the ongoing revivals of cholera, bubonic plague, malaria, and Ebola as well, which aren't even mentioned in the nightly news any longer. These are just the kinds of earth-shaking events that will be going on in the world just before he comes, Jesus says, and before the end of the world does indeed come. But verse 8 is a very important qualification that he requires we keep in mind as we consider these sobering facts. All these, Jesus said, are the beginning of sorrows. He's giving us fair warning again that we should understand that all these signs these signs of deception spread by deceivers, of armed conflict and warring people, of natural disasters leading to further physical trials, and all these that we are seeing, all being impacted by them, are what he says are just the beginning of sorrows. The trials we now behold, Jesus says, are the opening act of a greater phenomenon of, of heartbreaking events. Friends, we ain't seen nothing yet, so just you need to make sure you get yourself ready. Hot in December, cold in July. When it rains, it pours out of a poisonous sky. In California, the body counts keep getting higher. It's evil out there, man. That state is always on fire. Everyone has a system, but they can't seem to win. Even Bob Geldorf looks alarmingly thin. I got to get on that shuttle, get me out of this place. But there's gonna be warfare up there in outer space. It's been a hard day on the planet. How much is it all worth? It's getting harder to understand it. 
things are tough all over on earth. It's business as usual, some things never change. It's unfair and unkind and unjust and it's strange. We don't seem to learn, we can't seem to stop. I suppose some explosions might close up the shop and you know, maybe that would be fine because we would be off the hook, man. We resolved all the problems, never mind what it took, man. And it all would be over, finito the end, until the survivors started up all over again in a My friends, times are going to get tougher. There's no beauty in this except that it's true. Loudon Wainwright's song here is an indirect reminder of what Jesus Christ himself is saying here. So please don't shoot me, the messenger. Just heed the message. There's greater tribulations on the way, but there is a way out. So, so just please be warned today. While we strive for life as before in these present distresses, uh, as we try to fight our way through them, I just gotta make just make something clear to you that the, that although the prophetic view ahead is darker and bleaker than ever before, you'd better prepare yourselves for what is yet to come. But also be encouraged by this thought. In referring to prophetic foretelling, the Bible often says, quote, it came to pass, unquote. Thankfully, I can read ahead in this chapter of what Jesus says here in Matthew 24, as you can too, to see that while these unnerving things are coming to pass, they're not coming to stay. While these unnerving things are coming to pass, they're not coming to stay. God is shaking our world to get us to, to realize who he is and that there really is a divinely ordered purpose he has for it all. He's ruling over this planet as a preparation for us to meet him in that final day of man's control over it. And it's always his will that that no one perishes, the Bible says, but that all come to repentance and to turn to him. This podcast is just one humble attempt to confront those who need to hear and heed that call. So, don't let the hard times of the planet harden you. Let them help you see that your greatest need of knowing God through his son Jesus Christ is what's going to be the answer to all these troubling things that may be now really getting you to really start really think. Today is, the Bible says, the day of salvation, and the night is coming in which no man will be able to find it. Be ready for the closing hours are at hand. Please email or message us if you need to share with someone about your spiritual need, and, and return next week for our ongoing study of Matthew chapter 24. There's so much more to learn. Thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening today as we explore just where are we going prayer is that you have been encouraged and strengthened and if necessary challenged in your daily journey through life. Jesus is coming. You can fall with the night or you can rise with the sun. The choice is yours. You can email us with questions and comments at feedback at spiritwatch.org and if you need urgent personal spiritual help email us at help at spiritwatch.org. We look forward to hearing from you. Please follow our podcasting at our Facebook page and our website at spiritwatch.org. This podcast is a production of Spirit Watch Ministries, taking heed that no man deceives you.